learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. You make food, then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us info at businesschef.org. Hey, there. Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, Chef Sean Boucher. Hey, thanks for joining us. And thanks to ClickLease for keeping us alive. ClickLease.com for all of your equipment needs. Go check them out and get approved instantly for the equipment financing you need. Man, we've got a great one. I've never said that before, right? <laughs> Mr. Martin. I don't know if he likes to be called Mr. Martin, but I'm going to call him Mr. Martin for the sake of this because I just did. Martin from Thermalworks is joining us today. If you guys are not familiar with Thermalworks, Thermalworks are hands down the best thermometers in the business. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say because there's really nobody that is, is close to them. The quality, the durability, the accuracy, the speed at which they register temperature is just amazing. So let's find out a little bit more about the products and about the man, Martin, behind the products. I always loved food and I love to learn to cook. I learned to cook some at home for my mom and for my grandma and stuff like that. Um, and I was, when I started college, I was the roommate that knew how to cook and things like that. Um, but I, uh, I actually started school as a music major and then I became a physics major and I graduated in that. Um, but, and then I got a, a master's degree in the history and philosophy of science before I actually started cooking school. So, but all through school and things like that, I was always working in food. I was a cheesemonger for a while. That was super fun. Um, I worked as a prep cook and a carver at a kind of a high-end restaurant um, and and just kind of worked my way through all that schooling and things like that, doing food, until eventually, um, it was actually while I was in cooking school, just about finished, that I decided I should uh, take this idea for a ginger ale company that I had live. Um, I made some for some people, and I started just like a little very micro-brew uh, ginger ale company. And through that, I got um, uh, connections at a restaurant where I became a line cook, and then some things happened that kind of propelled me to being a chef very, very quickly. Um, obviously, you know, there's, there's uh, prerequisites for, for knowledge and for skills and things like that, but to, to have it really kind of clamped down into, into just what happened to me is uh, I became a chef about five times faster, five, ten times faster than I should have, um, which was really fortunate for me. I got some lucky breaks, but um, it was uh, just kind of a lifelong passion for food that led me in that direction. And then um, this little ginger ale company that I did that kind of gave me the connections that I needed to to, to advance in the career, basically. <laughs> so uh, I think it's safe to say that you have a very diverse background. Very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then how does a man of your many, many talents land a job 
like what you have with uh, with ThermalWorks? Sure, yeah. Well, you know, um, everybody in this industry knows that it's a hard industry, right? And the hours are garbage and your feet hurt and you're burned and cut all the time. And, you know, that's part of what makes it fun. Uh, but at the same time, I had a family and I had three kids and I had a fourth kid on the way. And, and I wanted to be there for them a little bit. This opportunity came up where they're looking for somebody with uh, the ability to understand science, uh, with the ability to write a blog, and with the ability to cook food and to understand what's happening with food. And like, oh, man, this is what I've been training for for 12 years, you know? Like, like I, I've got the science aspect. I've written a thesis. I know how to write a paper. Um, and food is obviously what I love. Um, and I just happened upon it um, one day when I was just kind of checking out some other jobs. Um, and the interview happened, and they were happy with me. I was happy with them. And it was an opportunity to, to still do something I love and to think about food and to think about science and to, to educate people because I love uh, – for a while when I was stressing, I was also teaching at the local community college um, in the cooking school um, where I actually uh, received my education from. And that was super fun. I love teaching. So this opportunity to still continue to educate people um, and do the things that I love, but to do it on a kind of a nine-to-five basis, you know, uh, uh, some job security was obviously something that I, I, I could hardly say no to. Um, and so I've been here for about a year and a half now. Um, I guess we're getting a little closer to two years. Uh, it's been a wonderful time. The, you know, ThermalWorks is a great company to work for and be a part of. And, you know, I was excited to work here partly because I, I knew about at least some of their products. You know, I'd seen Alton Brown using the Thermopen. I'd seen um, the America's Fest Kitchen using the Thermopen. And so when I was like, oh, it's that company, uh, when I knew that it was this company, uh, I definitely jumped at the chance to apply for that position because, you know, it was a product that I already believed in. Man, good for you. That's awesome to, to be able to land a gig like that. You just can't say no to it. You you can't say no when these kind of opportunities arise and especially when your preparation over years of experience and different experiences and education and different pieces all come together and you just kind of land the perfect gig you know I'm sure there's people out there thinking oh man I gotta find something like that what I could say from my own experience is the time will come you just got to keep doing everything you can to prepare yourself so that when the time does come you're you're ready to fall into that. So let's let's kind of switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about ThermalWorks. Um, for those, you know, you mentioned Alton Brown. You mentioned America's Test Kitchen. Those are names that I think most, if not all of us, are very familiar with uh, that, you know, they kind of know their stuff, know what they're doing. Uh, they're kind of at the top of their game. So talk about ThermalWorks and why it is that people of that caliber really, really seek after these products? Sure, yeah. So ThermalWorks um, incorporated officially in 1997. We've been around for 22 years. Um, before that, it was um, Owen Thermometry, I think is what it was. Our, our founder was Randy Owen, and he still runs the company. It's a family company. We've got uh, a great plan for the future with the family taking over and continuing. So because of that, we're we're small and we're big enough to do what we need to do, but we're small enough to do it well. You know what I mean? Um, we still have, you know, individual hands on things and caring about it. 
But so we've been in this industry for more than 20 years, um, and we've watched different products come and go, and we've watched technology change. Um, our company comes from an instrumentation background, background actually, um, Fluke Scientific um, and, 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 and Heart Scientific um, is, is where our founders came from and the people who run our company came from, and they made laboratory-grade, the most accurate instruments in the world, like laboratory-grade stuff that is used in, in, in um, you know, industry all over. So we have an instrumentation background where, where we understand that, you know, not only does durableness matter, not only does the, um, the, the way the customer interacts with things matter, but that the science in, in the technology and the technology itself really, really matters. And, and we have that purpose built for us. So we don't, you know, a lot of thermometers that you see talking about competitors and things like that, if you go onto Amazon.com and you put in Thermapin, now we don't sell on Amazon, but, you know, you search for that and things come up anyways. You're going to see about 50 different makers of red thermometers with a fold-out probe. And those are all of them copies of the Thermapin. And they're pretty shabby, shabby copies too, but I'll go into that later if, if you want me to. But... um you'll see them sold by, you know, 50 different companies or something like that. But they're all the exact same product because people just go to a factory in China that makes that product and they say, I don't know, just put my label on that and I'll start selling it in Walmart and I'll sell it in Target and I'll sell it on Amazon. And so they haven't designed anything. They haven't thought about anything. They just pick somebody who builds thermometers and they have them built for them and they put their name on it and they sell it. And we're not like that. So we... Um, we talk to chefs, we talk to barbecue professionals, we talk to industry people, we talk to the health inspectors, and we ask them, what is it that you need? You know, what, what would make your job easier? What would make your food better? What would make, you know, your experience with thermometry better? Because we want people to use thermometers. And, you know, in a lot of kitchens, there's a lot of people who don't use thermometers. And I, I get that because the thermometers a lot of people have are terrible. They're not very accurate. They're not very fast. They're not very fun to use. So we thought about all those things and we design our things specifically. We have our thermal pens are handmade in England. Um, they're, hand, uh, they're built there. Um, uh, we have other products that we have designed specifically for us that a lot of our competitors have, you know, tried to copy kind of subtly or not so subtly and things like that. But, um, what sets us apart is that instrumentation background. You know, the thermopen is accurate to 0 0.7 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you want to know if your steak is done right, that's how you tell if your steak is done right. That's a really good way to do it. Or if you're doing, you know, candy work, sugar work, and you want to know what stage you're at, if you can get that to 0 0.7 degrees of accuracy, that's way better than, like, dropping some syrup into a glass and being like, ah, it's still kind of squishy. I guess I'll keep cooking. You know, kind of squishy is not the same as, as you know, 200 or, or 245 degrees or something like that. Man, you know, who would have ever thought that the days would come where we would be using medical and just these, you know, laboratory-grade equipment, which is funny because, you know, for years and years you have people like, well, Heston Blumenthal, for example, the fat duck who's who has been experimenting with centrifuges and, and all the all the different equipment um, that's used in laboratories or developed in laboratories for laboratories, uh, you know, 
to make this just incredible food um, in in a lot of different ways. And so, you know, it's not, I would say it's not that uncommon these days, but man, just, you know, we're cooks. We, uh, we cook. We're not always so worried about the physics and the science and, and the chemistry behind it. But nowadays to really be on top of your game, you need an understanding of, of basic physics and, and, uh, you know, chemistry and things of that nature. So talk about the last year and a half, you know, working with thermal works, you've probably got to meet and greet and spend time with some pretty big players. Oh, it's been fantastic. You know, we have uh, the best people like our products. You know, um, I haven't met him, but Thomas Keller uses our, uh, uses the thermopan in his books. I haven't met him yet. I hope someday to. Um, Nathan Mirvold, who wrote the, the, that, you know, he's written that gigantic tome on modernist cuisine and modernist bread. Also haven't met him yet, but he uses the thermopen and, and some of our other products for, for his very scientific things. Uh, just earlier today, actually, I talked to Rose Levy Barenbaum, the, the esteemed cookbook author, um, talking to Bruce Idell's tomorrow, the sausage king of not just Chicago, but of everywhere. Um, you know, so it has really been fun to bring me into contact with some of the great, so, some of the people that are my cooking heroes. You know, um, I would go to some conferences and meet lots of um, bloggers. I, I've helped to answer Alton Brown's tweets because when he tweets something to you, you want to answer the right thing back. You know, um, and so, so you know, I, again, I've only been here for about a year and a half, but I've had contact with a little bit with some of the, the, the great people to, to my mind in the food world through this, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And if you're into barbecue, then, I mean, we know everybody that you know about, like, you know, uh, Malcolm Reed, um, Meathead Goldwyn, uh, Jess Kryles. Uh, barbecue is a lot of what we do when it comes to the consumer side. So if you're a barbecue enthusiast and you watch anybody's blogs or YouTube channels or, or even competitions, chances are they know about us and we know about them. So, all right. So I'm going to put you on a, on the spot a little bit here because you are part of a company that is part of the upper echelon of the cooking world. And I think it's important to learn this lesson. And so I'm, I'm going to pose this question. It might make you a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So, how important is it to assimilate yourself with the best? How important is it to really go after or make products for people who really appreciate it and, and know what they're doing with it as opposed to kind of just turning something out for the masses? I'm going to answer this in a little bit of a roundabout way. Um, when Fanny Farmer wrote her cookbook back in like the 1800s or whatever, a long, long time ago, she started changing the way that people wrote recipes from saying like a knob of butter, a walnut-sized piece of that, a wine glass of this, two fistfuls of flour. That's how all the recipes were written before that. She basically got us on board with half cup, cup, teaspoon, tablespoon, stuff like that. She kind of started that standardization process. And that did well for us for a long time, even though it's a crap measuring system. (laughs) The further along we get, the more information spreads because of the way, uh, you know, 
social media, media in general, the Internet, the availability of information, the access to knowledge, the, 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 the way that people are learning to cook, the way that people are getting interested in cooking, more and more um, you're going to find that the people you want to know about you are going to be the ones who expect the most of you. So it's easy to, uh, you know, you can you can make a, you know, an instant pot meal or something like that, and you can put that up, and you can get a lot of hits on it. And when the instant pot isn't popular anymore, your 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 piece on your blog or whatever your website in your book is going to be gone, right? When the instant pot loses favor, there's a whole bunch of cookbook writers out there who are going to be out of a job. Maybe. Um, same with the air fryers and the garden. So you've got that, these populist things that are happening. But you also have people who are learning about, you know, making laminated dough at home. You learn, you've got people in the slow food movement who are concerned about not using these processed foods and these fast foods and things, but, but who are actually, you know, using artisanal methods to create traditional dishes in the home and in the restaurant and things like that. And, you know, your, your, your latest um, pop-up ramen joint that, and I don't mean that in the, like, the pop-up sense, but like just some ramen joint that's opened by a bunch of guys like, oh, ramen's really popular, let's do that. Um, it's just not going to last compared to someone who, you know, takes the time to hone a craft and and maybe doesn't shoot for expansion so fast, but is looking for quality and workmanship and things like that. And I think that there's a large segment of the American population that is looking more for that. You know, everybody is getting into food more, but a large segment of that population, I, I believe, is looking for people who are doing it right. And that's where, you know, we want to be associated with those people, because we consider ourselves, you know, a, a top-end, a high-end brand. And so we're not selling at Walmart because that's not what we want to associate ourselves with. And we're not selling, you know, we're, we're not, you know, associating ourselves with a bunch of uh, low-end bloggers or something. We want to be associated with people who know what they're doing. Um, so, so I think that for people who are trying to move through the industry, um, you know, finding... Like, 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 don't be a flash in the pan, right? Don't learn a couple of cool plating tricks. Don't learn a couple of, like snazzy recipes that like can cheat or whatever and depend on 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 things that are maybe really big fads right now. Learn your craft. You know, learn the craft, work hard at it, practice, and and I think those are things that are more likely to see, succeed. Now, you know, there is definitely a space for people who know what they're doing, who are, you know, GMs at, at, at big chains and things like that. And that's great, and that's important, and you want people who know what they're doing there. But again, that's its own kind of craft. That's its own kind of specialization. And so, you know, um, I think there's a lot of people who are looking for a, a quick trip to fame and, and money or something like that in the food industry, when what they should be doing is focusing on the long game and becoming the best. And that's what, you know, we intend our tools for people who want to do that. <laughs> Here I was thinking I was going to catch you. I was going to, was going to knock you off your guard, man. It was a great answer. Great answer. I think that's everything that we talk about, um, on this show. And we've talked about it ad nauseum. And for anybody who hasn't heard some of the past shows, um, 
that is something that I am a huge believer in, huge believer is learning your craft, taking the time to hone skills, taking the time to become what you want to become, and then getting the payoffs. Too many people in this business right now want a quick fix. They want to make the quick money. They want that quick shot to fame, like you were saying. And, you know, when it comes to companies, you want companies that want to be the best and you want to associate yourself with those companies because they are the best. And therefore, if they're the best and they're associated with you and you aim to be the best and you're associated with them, then it's a win-win situation. Like attracts like. So it's kind of one of those things where I think a lot of people, especially you know, listeners on the show, they'll reach out to me every once in a while and they'll say, hey, you know, uh, I want to make more money or how do I how do I get on TV or, you know, how, how do I set myself up, um, you know, to be on the food network or, or things like that. And, and that's good. Um, and that, you know, but that shouldn't be the reason that you do things. You shouldn't do things just for the fame and the popularity. You need to be doing things again. You need to hone your craft. You need to take the time and, and sacrifice and, you know, do the, do all those different things that you, you need to do, um, in the meantime to really become the person that you want to become. And therefore when the time comes for you to have those things, uh, you'll be ready for them. So anyway, get off my soapbox a little bit. I'm just, man, I'm impressed with that answer. Great answer. Great, great answer. So last but not least, anybody's listening to this and they don't know, they live under a rock and they don't know about thermal works. How do they get to know you? How do they find out more about you? How how do they realize the potential within them when it comes to measuring thermometer in the most accurate and quickest way possible? Uh, go to thermoworks.com. Uh, that's just spelled like it sounds. Thermoworks, not thermoworks with an A, but thermoworks with an O. Um, and, and you can see all the products we've got there. We've got some information on there. We've got lots of useful tools there for industry professionals, um, uh, both like physical tools as well as a learning center that, that helps you understand how to use our things. Part of my job is to maintain blog.thermalworks.com, which is really geared towards the consumer to, to educate about the ways that temperature can make cooking better. If you already understand that temperature makes cooking better, then, I mean, then we're just like having cool food photos and making cool, tasty food. Um, but it, it, it's really intended for kind of the consumer, um, the blog is, whereas um, if you're in, in, in industry and you want to know more about the best products you can get to improve how your kitchen runs um, when it comes to temperature, then thermalworks.com is absolutely the place to go. Well, there you go, guys. There you have it, Thermalworks. So for anybody who doesn't, know about thermal works or has not used thermopens um they they really are just the best products out there what i found when it comes to food safety is in particular taking temps for frontline staff the easier you can make it the quicker you can make it um the more they're going to do it because when we pass out these cheapo thermometers and we expect people to hang on to them they don't, number one, because it's cheap. It breaks. They lose it. 
they steal it. I mean, let's be honest. And, and then it doesn't come back. Um, or it goes in their house in a drawer and they use it for their own home use. The bottom line is that, um, the better tools that we can give our staff, uh, the more accurate they are when it comes or the more liable they are to do those tasks, like taking temps and making sure that our food's a little bit safer for those barbecue professionals out there, man, when you're, when you're smoking meat, um, doing it with temperature, um, to determine the doneness is really the best way to go. I mean, hello science. We love it. So again, for those of you who have not checked out thermal works, Make sure you check them out. We're going to put some information on the website that you can uh, you can check out. But thermalworks.com, tons of information, um, and you know the Instagram and blog is is fun. So thank you, Chef Martin, for being here today. Thanks for everybody listening, and a special thank you to Clicklease, Clicklease.com. You got you know what guys you know how you get a thermopen you go to clicklease.com you get approved instantly for the funding you need to buy one you really don't need funding to buy one but if you do go to clicklease.com get the funding you need get some equipment and buy a few thermopens while you're at it clicklease.com you got to check them out Thanks again to Chef Martin for being here. Thanks for everybody for listening. And uh, thanks to ClickList for keeping us alive. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's get a second give us a review it really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing want to connect with us check us out at make food make money on instagram or facebook or email us info at businesschef.org hey guys thanks for sticking around go check out the new book food people management by me Uh, You can get it on Barnes & Noble or Amazon, or go ahead and just go to our website, and we'll link up to it there. Thanks for checking it out, and hopefully it helps you.